Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. I'm, I'm extremely confident. Uh, I'm confident enough to go up and make a play. Um, I mean, I always tell Kirk, you know, if you see me over there one-on-one, give me the opportunity to go up and make a play. Uh, I mean, I see the ball, he don't. So, uh, me going up and making a play for the team, that's, that's what I love to do. Yeah, we went over some of those Justin Jefferson stats on the State of the Offense episode earlier this week. PFF has him as the number one graded receiver in man coverage. Actually, number two behind Cooper Cup. And he's number one in the slot. So when he says, if you see me over there one-on-one, throw it to me, I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. Mm -hmm. It seems like a good decision if you're uh, Kirk Cousins. This is Purple Daily. Good decision by you guys, the audience, for tuning in to us via podcast or the Purple Daily YouTube channel. Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. All right? It's been 60 years. Let's go uh, Let's go get one here. And if you're watching us on a TCL TV, thank you very much for supporting us. They have a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Are you guys ready to take a look at this game from a market perspective? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Big game. Don't take our advice on gambling because you'll probably lose your mortgage, your family, your car. Just uh, This is for entertainment purposes only. But we always start with the playoff odds, the current playoff odds. I think when they were 3-5, and five, it got as low as like 34%. After that win against the Chargers, it's back up to 48% according to Football Outsiders. So a coin flip chance to make the playoffs. 10% chance to win the division and a 1.3% chance, which is double what it was last week, yeah. to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. What are your guys' thoughts on those? 48% chance to make the playoffs, 10% chance to win the division, and a 1.3% chance to win the Super Bowl. The 48% chance is, is probably dead-on accurate for a, quite a few teams, and that includes the Vikings. The 10% chance to win the, the division will either spike up a bit or fall off the table Uh depending on what happens in the Packers game on Sunday, right? And the Super Bowl one to me is the far farthest fetch one. Ah, sorry. I, I don't. I, I know it's I know it's very, very If small they play this already. season a hundred times, do the Vikings win it once is basically I have my doubts. Odds. I actually have my doubts. Because once, there's enough, once. I know, but there's enough teams right now that are in the Vikings range that I would probably like more in the playoffs. Uh, but I think the first um, the first odd, it, the odds on the playoffs is 
very fair. And if they beat the Packers, that 10% is going to spike upwards. Yeah. All right, Dex, what are your thoughts? Yeah, they're they're basically a coin flip team right now, given the crowded nature of the seventh seed in the NFC. Uh, but I, I think if they win this game, they're a playoff team. Um, I really do. And yeah, if they beat Green Bay, that division odds probably shoots up to maybe somewhere near 20%, 15 to 20 if they beat Green Bay, because they'll actually have a game up on them. Uh, but they'll still have to climb a bigger mountain to win that division. But I, I think if they beat the Packers, they're they're a lock to make these playoffs. I really do. I think this is a statement game for them. Mm. So, yeah, the coin flip seems about right. And, and, and if you just look at the just the standings, it's like, you know, I think the first five seeds are all in. Like Packers, barring a huge meltdown, like Packers are in. Cardinals, Cowboys, Buccaneers, Rams have sputtered lately, but they're good enough to be in. And then you get the six and the seven seed. The Saints are five and four. Panthers are five and five. Vikings are a game back of the six seed, half game back of the seven seed. So, yeah, like even if they lose to the Packers, they're really still in it to make the seven seed because there's not, there's, there, there aren't seven ironclad teams in the NFC. Um, let's talk more about the teams they are fighting against here. So if this was, if we could just, let's eliminate the five top teams Mm -hmm. and just look at the six and seven seed right now. Those are the two wildcard spots up for grabs. You got the five and four saints and the five and five Panthers in those spots right now. And then the first slot on the outside looking in right now, based on tiebreakers is the Vikings at four and five. And they win the tiebreaker over San Francisco, who is also four and five because of conference win percentage. So you got Vikings, Niners tied at four and five. And then you got the Eagles and the Falcons both at four and six. Washington, the Giants, and the Seahawks and the Bears all at three and six. None of those teams are out of it. The the three and six teams are, you know, a game and a half back right now. So that's 15 teams in the NFC out of 16 that are within they're either in or within a game and a half of the final wild card spot right now. Poor Lions. Lions are <laughs> Yeah, Lions aren't going to yeah, they're not going to factor into that unfortunately, the Dan Campbells. Uh so and the Vikings a week from Sunday after they play the Packers go to San Fran and play and it, that's going to go a long way probably towards determining the immediate positioning there as well. Uh but yeah, I mean this is why this is the amount of teams that are like the Vikings is why it's hard for me to say that they're a lot to make the playoffs if they beat the Packers like Declan did. Uh, but that being said, the seventh seed opens up the door for a team where you just sort of shrug and and say, okay, it's becoming more like the hockey or especially basketball playoffs, right? Yeah. Um, I need to see, but, you know, Remember the score North credo going into this season for the Vikings was no excuses. It was basically like you should be a good, good team, which, which they proved against the chargers that they could be. Um, but I will remain on, on the fence and nothing, nothing will shock me. I, I mean, keep in mind, I believe the two years that the Vikings have missed the playoffs with Kirk, they've been on the precipice of the doorstep. Yeah. Like if they beat Chicago, I think at home last year, they make the playoffs. And in 2018, if they beat a Bears team that had his playoff position locked up and was basically playing backups for a large portion of that game, they make the playoffs. So this is not new territory, and it's also unfortunately for the Vikings not new territory to swing and miss on what appears to be a great opportunity. Yeah. 
Here's another interesting one in the NFC standings. The Vikings are 11th in strength of victory. So the winning percentage of your current opponents, the ones that you beat, what is that winning percentage? And they are 11th in terms of strength of victory. So that's kind of, and that's kind of Mike Zimmer's career. He's, it's not that he never beats good teams, but he has a very bad record against teams that finish the season with a winning record. So that's, uh, that's the playoff landscape. Let's get into the game here. Our uh, picks against the spread and just our straight-up picks presented by our friends at Surly Brewing Company, Judley. Minnesota's favorite IPA, Surly Brewing, and in particular my favorite, Surly Furious, which is absolutely delicious. I would um, hope that if if you're going to take in a weekend of football, let's say you're going to watch the Gophers and Hoosiers, God bless you tomorrow. (laughs) I won't be. Or today on Saturday. Gophers are in timeout for the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you're going to watch that game, or you certainly are going to sit down on your couch and take in the Packers and Vikings on Sunday, have a surly furious nearby. And as always, you you know, Phil, what I like fans to do, Show us your cans. That's right. Jay's all again on Twitter. Tweet me a picture either at the game because Surly Furious available. Whip out your cans. U.S. Bank Stadium. Let's keep it clean. Let's keep it clean. Or from your couch, your can of Surly Furious and or or your Surly Brewing product. Dangle your cans in front of a camera and send them to Judd. This is a family beer, damn it. Anyway, (laughs) I will retweet it with a pithy comment as I like to do. All right, so uh, this spread is rapidly changing. It started at Packers two and a half point favorites in a lot of sports books. According to Action Network, the consensus is Packers one and a half point favorites, but Declan found a sports book that has now adjusted Packers as underdogs by a half point in this game. So we're gonna we're still gonna stick with for the purposes of this segment what Action Network has right now as sort of the consensus Packers point and a half favorites over the Vikings. Uh, Just before we dive into the discussion, 70% of the bets are on the Packers, but the money is spread 50-50 so far, Hmm. which is interesting. Uh, This is a write-up from the Action Network. Which team is better? The standings make it seem clear, but the advanced metrics think it's much closer. In fact, Minnesota is the better team by expected points added metric, ranking ninth overall compared to Green Bay at 12th. The Vikings are 12th on defense, 8th on Uh, 12th on offense, 8th on defense, while the Packers are 7th and 11th, respectively. It's a relatively even matchup overall, despite the gap in standings. Still, Green Bay is the better team, even if it's not by as much as the standings make it seem. And the trends tell us to trust Rodgers in this spot. Aaron Rodgers is 63% against the spread in division games, 67% against the spread as a one-score favorite, and 72% against the spread as a one-score division favorite. This trend also tells you not to trust Kirk and Mike when the spread is a field goal or below. They're an ugly 5-13 and 13 against the spread when it's a field goal or below, covering only 28% of the time. Wow. Um, I'll give you one more nugget here. Just some great stuff here. Um, Stucky writes, he's one of the, the prominent sports betting authorities, Backing Zimmer as an underdog has historically turned a nice profit for betters. This is sort of on the other side. Zimmer is 61% against the spread as an underdog, making him the seventh most profitable coach out of 137 since 2013. He also has a 68% cover mark against teams that have won at least two-thirds of their games, which the Packers have. So that's getting really granular, but... 
when when Zimmer is facing really good teams as an underdog, he covers the spread 70% of the time. And in this case, the spread is one and a half, which means you're, you're probably picking a winner, right? So all of that said, <laughs> let's start with Declan and work our way around here. Uh, the Packers are 1.5 point favorites over the Vikings. I'm guessing we're this is just we're just picking who wins the game unless right. you guys want to sharpen the pencil that far. So go ahead. Uh, the Vikings win this game. I really do think so. Uh, I think the Vikings get right here. Zimmer has held Aaron Rodgers in check before. Rodgers has carved him up before, but in general, he's cooked up an, an, enough stew sometimes to, to keep him at bay. You are without Daniil Hunter. That's a big loss. Uh, but I think the Vikings get right at home here. Yeah, they've they have not played well at uh, at US Bank Stadium this season, even dating back to 2020. But I, I think the Vikings get a big statement win here. It's it's about time, even though we got our hopes up a little bit after the Chargers, the Vikings just have a clamps down win. The only win they have like that this season is against Seattle, where they really just beat up on them. I think this is a big time performance, and they and they beat the Packers soundly at US Bank Stadium. Mm. That's where I'm mm. at. I'm drinking the Kool Aid. I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid, but I think that, that the Vikings win. And I, I think that there's a very good chance that if indeed Aaron Rodgers with his bad toe starts this game, he doesn't finish it. Um, the Packers are three and a half games up in the division on the Vikings, which is a pretty comfortable lead. And I don't think we're talking enough about what the philosophy in Green Bay is going to be about this game. It's a division game. It's a rival. You'd like to win. But teams that usually have quarterbacks like Rodgers are more concerned about the long play. And if you play him in this game, and his toe is bad. I, I mean, if turf toe, I'm told, is extremely painful and a huge problem. So let's say it's turf toe or something like that. And you're like, you know what? It's, it's Vikings week. Let's just play him. That seems to me to be, especially at Aaron's age, an incredibly short-sighted move. Um, with the division lead that they currently have, I think there's a chance the Packers are going to make the playoffs. And the most important thing is to make the playoffs. And then when those arrive, teams like this like to feel like, okay, we've got a chance to now make the Super Bowl, right, Phil? So I think the Vikings win. I also am not going to be surprised if the Packers don't put nearly as much influence on this game as the Vikings do because of the fact that I think that they are a playoff lock right now. Wow. I. You guys have already you know, taken it to uh, to a certain point here. I'm going to go a step further, and we don't do this on the show here. Maybe we should do like some sort of stone cold, <laughs> ironclad lock predictions here. <laughs> but if we did do a stone cold, stone cold Steve Austin three sixteen ironclad prediction here, I guarantee you the Vikings are going to win this game on Sunday, boys. Wow. You're going Joe Willie. Mark it down. I am. I am guaranteeing. Joe Willie Namath. Wow. Guaranteeing the Vikings win this game. All right, couple things. All right, that's there right. <laughs> I'm. I am stone cold. Steve Austin locking this game here. So wow. two things. Forget about all the different you know, injury reports. The, should the Vikings throw deep? Be aggressive. There's two things to point to here. Number one, the Packers are nine and one this season against the spread. Right at the end of the year, the best teams against the spread are like. 10, 11, or 12 wins, and then the subsequent losses. So they, they're they going to lose several games against the spread anyways the rest of the season. This seems like a really good opportunity to hang a second loss against the spread. But also, Judd touched on it. The Packers don't really need this game. Aaron Rodgers' toe is sore. 
not that they're not going to go out and try. Like they would love this game because it basically ices the division, but they don't need this game. The Vikings need this game. Like if they drop to four and six, they're not completely out of it because the NFC has a, a a garbage pile at the you know the bottom, like the seven C going down. But the this is a desperation sort of season on the line game for the Vikings, and so for those reasons. It is my Stone Cold Steve Austin 316 lead pipe ironclad lock. Vikings beat the Packers. That's right. My Degeneration X crotch chop pick of the week. This you got no words. Zim 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 agrees. It is is it is okay. He's okay. celebrating. He's like, "Yeah, <laughs> Phil. Yeah, you're right." What is the, what's the look on his face there? It's Mike Zimmer. He's always pissed. <laughs> it's his foundation. He approved this. He's always mad. Remember, <laughs> defense, dun, dun, defense. No, Mike, it's not the Timberwolves game. All right, let's keep going here. Forty-seven and a half is the over/under for this game. Do you think these two teams combine for forty-seven and a half points? Ooh, that's an interesting one. So the Packers' defense is really good. They're a little banged up. Uh, I think for the first time, I'm going to go under. I think they're not going to get to that. Um, I think that these defenses are good enough. Uh, again, there's questions about who's going to start a quarterback. In my opinion, for Green Bay, or at least play the majority of the game. Vikings offense hopefully has found its its mojo and been unleashed, but I'm not convinced of that. I'll go under. I'll go over forty seven and a half. I'll go over. Okay. I think I think you're going to have a couple haymakers between Rodgers and and Cousins here. So I, I think it's going to be over. Give me get, hit, slam me that over. I want to see some touchdowns here. Oh yeah, I'm, give me the over. I'm with you on that. I just don't know that we're going to see as many as we'd like. I'm uh, I'm I'm tempted to do another Stone Cold Steve Austin. Ironclad. Now it's just now you're piling steel on steel curtain lock of the week here. So here are the Packers' last handful of games going back to early October. I'm just going to give you the totals here: uh, 47 in overtime with the Bengals, 38 at Chicago, 34 against Washington. These aren't Packers scores. These are the total for the game. Right. Yeah, their defense good. Uh, 45 against the Cardinals. This was without Aaron Rodgers, but uh, 20 against Kansas City and then 17 last week in Seattle. So whether it's with Rodgers or without Rodgers, the last time a Packers game went over 47 and a half was week four against Pittsburgh. So I'm taking the under here. I think there's going to this might be a first team to 20 points kind of a situation, you know, kind of a 20 to 17, 20 okay. to 16 kind of a okay. kind of a deal. So, yeah. uh, all right. So yeah. some some props here that are of note. Justin Jefferson over or under seventy five. Wait, did Declan? Did you go? Yeah, I, I said over. On the over. I said over. Okay, okay. Yep. you guys both said over. Uh, Justin no, Jefferson seventy. Judd said under. Sorry. I said over. Sorry, Judd you. and I went under. I'm Declan went over. Okay, sorry. Uh, uh, all right, Jefferson seventy five and a half over or under. Uh, for the Vikings' sake, over. <laughs> uh, for the Vikings to win, they they need to target him again. I think if they target him. Um, a sufficient amount of times, which is not the nine total times he got targeted in the two losses, uh, but I believe it was 11 times against the Chargers. Uh, I'm going to go over on the receiving yardage. Always over. I, I, I never even want to say under with Justin Jefferson, 75 yards. I want to speak it I, into I, existence. I, yes. I'm with you. Let's, over. Let's speak it. Let's speak it. I'm over. Uh, Thielen's at 58 and a half. Interesting. Hmm. I think that's an easy over. 
that's well, the thing. It should should be an easy over. But yeah, but if I'm but if Jefferson's going to get his sufficient yards and Cook's going to get his touches, are you going to throw enough to him? I'm going to go under. Uh, I'm going to go under because I think Jefferson is still going to be the key catalyst here. Okay, what about Dalvin? Eighty three and a half rushing yards. Feels like it should be over, right? My write that down was <laughs> I think he I think he's going to have. 100 or more yards. Green Bay is third in the league defensively in points against and in total defense. And I believe they're high in passing defense like uh, the Chargers were. And their rushing defense, I think, is more towards the middle of the pack. I'm going over for Dalvin Cook. I'll go under. I'll go under. I think Dalvin gets uh, gets stuffed the line a little bit there. He might have a productive day, but I, I don't think he gets over 83 rushing yards. I'll take the under. Um, I'm going over here. I think this is a classic Dalvin, you know, 127 yards, maybe a couple touchdowns kind of a situation. I think they pound the rock to Dalvin here. Uh, Kirk Cousins, 267 and a half. Over. Over for me. Under. Yeah, this, feel, this feels like. That's a like, tough one. That's go, a good number. Go to Jefferson as often as you can, but um, Dalvin, this feels like a pound it to Dalvin kind of a game. Yeah, I agree. All right, Rodgers, 270 and a half. Under. I'm going under, too. Yeah, under. I'll take the under there. He might not even play the whole game. Jordan Love, three, 325. Uh, Jordan, yeah, yeah, Jordan Love. Jordan Love, 325. <laughs> 406. It's the Jordan Love game. <laughs> Cooper Rush, Jordan Love, they just keep coming at you. Matt Moore a few years back. <laughs> God. Dude, it is a weird list. Matt Moore, Cooper Rush. Did Brett Hundley ever beat the Vikings in the Mike Zimmer era? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. Think they, I no. think they beat the Packers both those Yeah, guys. no, I don't think he did. The Bears had a, a Caleb Haney. Yeah. Right. And Chase Daniel. No, Chase Daniel. I don't think Caleb Chase Haney Daniel. beat him, but yeah. Uh, Chase oh, that's Daniel. right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Slappy, though. Slappy. True slappy. Slappy. <laughs> that's a real slappy. Chase Daniel. <laughs> All right, boys. Those are your predictions for the game here. And don't forget, right after the game is over, it's Vikings Vent Line on the Purple Daily YouTube channel, presented by Surly Brewing Company, the most fan-friendly, interactive show in Minnesota sports. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We just want the Vikings to win the Super Bowl. That's all we want. Take a step forward, Vikes. All right, see ya. If you look for it, every day has cause for celebration. Celebrate a friend for their promotion baby wedding life thing. Celebrate yourself for keeping the couch warm. It's no easy feat, especially if it's a big couch. Or maybe you just want to celebrate living in 2022 where you can get beer, wine, and spirits delivered from Drizzly in under 60 minutes without leaving said couch. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com. And get your favorite drinks delivered today.